Welcome back to another episode of Into the Combine. I'm Stan the Man. I'm Evil J. And I'm Shoddy. I gotta think of a new nickname. It's getting old. Evil J? Yeah. It's classic, bro. I guess at this yeah. point, but I was... I was more creative uh, in my younger days. We were switching, you know, back and forth. Listen to me. We're telling you right now, Evil J is the best it's going to get. <laughs> yeah, please don't Just do don't anything else, dude. We don't want no fucking, uh, <laughs> what the other, J Dogs and all that shit. Evil yeah, J Dog, though, it was kind of good. Evil yeah. J Dog. Yeah. I've been staying the man for my whole life. Yeah. At least we, at least no, me and you have I don't something. plan on changing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, we did have. Uh, yeah. yeah, we won't we won't go there. The one we have for Shad, but yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> well, well what we, are we uh, doing, boys? Should we break it down? Yeah, so we can break, break down, down the episode. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anybody know what that is? Anybody check that one out? Oh, shit. Do, should I know this band? I don't know. I kind of thought you might because I saw that, that uh, your favorite label, Sewer Rot, <laughs> was a distributor for the U.S. version of it. Oh. oh what the <laughs> fuck is this? Ah, I remember seeing this the other day. I can't remember what it is, though. All right. Well, the band is Celestial Sanctuary, and the album is Soul Diminished. That track with that fucking riff party and breakdown at the end was uh, Mass Extinction. They're a UK death metal band, which is cool. I don't, I don't know that many, like, you know, besides the classics, mm-hmm. you know, good, like this kind of old school death metal. But yeah, man, that's I, I've kind of been addicted to this one. It's real simple, like, you know, more like shoddy. I don't know if it's it'd be up your like, because it is a little Very, more mid-tempo, but it's got kind strong, of predictable. What's that? Oh, yeah. But good. Yeah, yeah. They're not yeah. pulling punches with it, but it's. It's bolt throwery. It's got a fix vibes. It's old school. Mo- pretty much mostly mid tempo. And but I mean, I didn't hate it at all. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not you know, it's not super dirty or anything. It's more on that like you heard it. You know, a little more cleaned up, yeah, but, yeah. but heavy, heavy, real heavy. Just simple, man. But you know, fucking fun. I like it a lot. I mean, if you're a fan of bolt thrower and shit like that, I mean, it goes down easy. It's it's real nice. Ooh. Is it worth twenty? 20- Twenty eight dollars. God damn. Well, that's what I'm saying. Check um, 
Well, check the sewer rat page. Is that what you're looking at? No, I was going to get the CD, but maybe I'm going to have to go get the cassette. Oh, is that a cassette only on sewer rat? I'm, I'm almost positive. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. Dude, I've been getting fucked over lately like that. Like, I've, There's been a few CDs I've been wanting to buy that are from... Uh, not without a U.S. distro, and it's like, fuck, man, you know? Uh, dude, I know. Oh, 30 bucks for a CD. Sold out. Like, damn, it. damn it. Yeah, it's been rough. I mean, I paid, it was like fucking like 55 bucks for a sweater, and shipping was damn near almost half of the, <laughs> the price because it was coming from the U.K. So. Yeah. Dude, you guys don't help anything either, though. I'm, I've been buying like everything you guys been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes I'll hold out because a lot of times, you know, eventually there'll be like some distributor over dude, here. Dude, fuck but it. I'm getting it. I don't give a fuck. You're going to like it, dude. <laughs> you only live once. <laughs> you'll like it. It's like Gay Creeper, yeah. Bolt Thrower. You're not going to. You'll, you'll be no, happy. Dude, I love that clip. <laughs> Yeah. What media format is that, though, Stan, that you're CD. <laughs> CD? Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck, boys. I know. But that's the thing. There's been a couple $30 CDs, and that shit adds up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no shit. That's like a, that's damn near vinyl prices. <laughs> yeah, well. We just buy it on vinyl at that point, and then just get the rip with it. Or I'm sorry, you're a CD guy. Dude, my, my well, Alicia, my wife, she, she was, uh. She thought it was so fucking weird because I'm about to buy like a new car and uh, I was like freaking out because I already put like a deposit on it. And I was like, shit, do you think there's a CD player in it? No way. Are you fucking <laughs> stupid? Like, why do you even care? Like, like are you a fucking CD player? Like, I, I'm not kidding. If I do get a car without one, I'm putting one in there. Yeah. So, so what are you what are you getting, fella? It's just a Subaru uh, Crosstrek, but mm. I don't I don't think that has a CD player. No, in I think it. I think it does. I think it does. Does it? I think it does. I was looking at. It. I think it does. If it does, I'm gonna be real pissed. I'm gonna put one in there though. Yeah, Chevy's hadn't had one for a while. See, fuck that, man. Then Dodge, they started putting them back in their truck, so I'm I'm getting a Dodge truck. Yeah, ready. I would do it over there, dude. I <laughs> yeah. want that shit. I don't know how much it is to like put one in there, but. You guys are so fucking crazy. If, and so, dude, I want to get a fucking cassette player too. I was just gonna say it. <laughs> if I was That's gonna like, put something in for a CD, I would definitely be like, "Well, we might as well put the fucking cassette deck in there." You guys are, you guys are crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, I do the Bluetooth for shit. You know, when I'm streaming, but I don't know. It's more of a pain than anything. So easy to. Pick a couple CDs for the day. Bring them with you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I miss those days. The only problem is, I don't know if you guys have seen my car lately, but my I fuck over all my CDs. They all have cracks in them because I keep <laughs> yeah. everything well, in my car. I've seen your CDs before. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's sad. Like my CDs don't deserve it, but like I try to collect shit I'm, and then just fucking everything's broke. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, because you just shove all your well, CDs into one fucking case like yeah. a savage. It's you like know, a CD well, case for fifteen any, CDs, and he puts like forty-five <laughs> in it. Before yeah. you do any damage, the side, yeah, any that. more damage, send them my way. I'll get, I'll find a good home for them. I'll give you a digital <laughs> copy of everything. I'll just send you a picture, like a picture, like a month ago of all my like CDs in my car, like not even in the case, like they're still in oh, their God. cases, and they're all jammed into like the little door holders. Like cracks oh on God. them and they're like I falling out like every time I open the door. Dude, <laughs> J- Jason is who CD burners were invented for because he should have taken his original and ripped it. And then every time he destroyed it, he could have just ripped another one. But yep. a good idea. Yeah. Because I mean, the way that you okay, treat here your you CDs. Yeah. You send all those CDs my way. I will burn you a copy of every single one. And then I will have a lifetime warranty on them. If you ever need a new one, I will make it for you. That's a good deal right there. It's not a bad that idea. Is good, that is a good deal. I might deal. take you up on that. 
I just I like to collect it. I want to be a collector. Like I want to get the physicals. That's at why least you other should just burn. Like, that's but. why you should just burn them and then just keep the physicals on the shelves. I know. I go back and forth every day. Do I just get my Bandcamp or, digital collection, or I keep going with the physicals? But or you do what other people in 2021 do. You rip it to iTunes and then just put it under your phone, and then listen to it digitally that way. Yeah. I don't think people even do that anymore, dude. I think they're just on Spotify. Oh, that's what that's I do. true. Yeah. yeah, those savages are just on Spotify. Oh, now. I don't stream anything. I got a lot on my phone too. I do that too. I mix them. I use a little bit of everything, man. Spotify to check shit out. Buy it on Bandcamp. You know, buy the CDs if I can. If I really like it, I'm buying that CD. <laughs> Anyways, we didn't we didn't break the episode down. I don't know if we really need to. Yeah, there's not a lot to break down. <laughs> well, still though, still we we need to inform them. What are, what are we doing, Stan? <laughs> Uh, we're gonna give you guys some new new music, and then Jason, you In got an interview. In the form of what? The form of listening. <laughs> what, yeah, we're what listening we're listening to? to. Yeah, yeah, same as every other episode. You guys did. That's it. The today. memo too, like no self promotion or anything like that, right? Just, yeah. Um, okay. Good. Well, let me take one of my clips <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we got an interview with the vocalist from. Uh, Enforced, they put out an album this year, crossover thrash called Kill Grid, and um, super sick album. I, I, I haven't brought it up yet because I figured we'll let the interview speak for itself. But most people, I mean, most people have heard it. I don't know if you guys have heard that one or not. No, no unfortunately, um, I listened to it like once. Okay, okay, yeah, I think it's strong. It's like you know, similar to Power Trip, but a little more death metal, and it's yeah, it's heavy. Good, can, can, can I get a link? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we went it's like, long. yeah, that's that's I like their last one. I didn't get too much into it. And this one I was like going through, I was like, this is gonna fill any void that anyone has like lost with power. Like, oh, like, yeah, you know, it's just perfect. Like, it is, yeah, perfect I really, crossover. really like it. It's been my mountain biking, um, like soundtrack. Do you like lately. it more than the last one because the last one was pretty good, yeah, I do. It's more, yeah, it's something, it's more cohesive and shit. It's just everything's better about it. But yeah, we went long, longer than I thought we were going to go. I'm, I I haven't edited it yet, but I think it might be like an hour and a half or some shit or at least an hour or so. Wow. So we'll, we're going to keep it short today and then you guys can get to that. But it, he was a very cool guy. We went pretty deep into just everything and I really liked it. So anyways, you guys got any good shit you've been listening to or? Wait, hold on. You can't shit, even buy shit? the physical media for this? Oh, you can. Um, it's Century Media is fucking weird. They don't. Really they don't distribute on Bandcamp. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. Yeah. I just yeah. thought that was weird when I noticed that. I that I don't run across that too often. You get what I'm saying? When you mm-hmm. go to a band on Bandcamp and not be able to purchase something from them. So yeah, I, I think yeah. Metal Blades like that. There's a few Some of their like shit's that. on there. Yeah. I hate that. Just put it on Bandcamp, man. Make it easy. They don't want to split the fucking fees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. 10% to Bandcamp, <laughs> then you got to pay a monthly fee. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, you, yeah, you guys got good <laughs> shit or not? Yeah, I got some good shit. I know I got some good shit. <laughs> I got some good shit too. Well, we want to go first. Shoddy, no, Shoddy, you were pretty enthusiastic about that. that. Well, no, I don't want to go first. Okay, I guess I'll go. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, I don't remember which clip is which, so let's just listen to them. Well, I'll start with one.
Damn. Yeah, damn. What was that? I'm back. Okay, I'm going to butcher this. Uh, Turis Sabernia. Oh, wait. Did I listen to this? Turis. How do you spell it? This is the... Turvis Urbania. Someone... Actually, it's weird. I was, I've was i actually been listening to this for a little bit. And someone posted in our Patreon group the other day. But, uh... Yeah, actually, after the fact, I was like, oh, shit, I got a good one. And then someone yeah. someone found it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> uh, it's the, the guy it from... There. Yeah. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a guy from uh, Cosmic Putrefaction. Oh. Yeah. It's like him and another dude. Which yeah. the other dude just a... Well, who's this guy? I don't know if I know him. Um, the other guy's a bassist, which the bass is pretty prominent, but it's just like a I like, like that bass really, in the mix. Yeah, off the wall death metal. Yeah, super. It's off like the it's wall. a fucking journey. Like there's, <laughs> it's not like not. I guess avant garde. It's not as weird. Like they don't. It's just pretty much just death metal, but it's just like exper- experimental, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just off the off the fucking. You know, they're off their fucking rocker, <laughs> but it's really cool. It's like a journey, and it never gets boring. And it's gonna. It's one of those albums. I, yeah, there is a lot with the, like all the instruments and the yeah the bass is really prominent and mm-hmm. yeah. It's like one of those ones I'll be listening to all year, just trying to figure it out. I was gonna say that's what I I was liking about it because I. Sometimes your mind starts to wander, you know, when you're listening to something. But that one, I was like, wait, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. I started trying to figure it out. Like, I was pulled in pretty good. Yeah, it's a mind fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to it's only an EP, it, though. It's the only thing. A little short. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, here it is. I found it in my wish list. Yeah, it's got the, like, yeah, it's got a weird cover. Yeah. Gabriel. I actually, okay. I, I did. I liked it the very first time, and then I was just kind of reading up on it today, and I didn't really realize it was that dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of technical I like. Weird, weird sci-fi sounding technical. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm going to move that up in my wish list right now. All right, strong start. Shad? You go next. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have three and I only have two, so that's yeah, why yeah. I'm fucking pussyfooting around over here. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, so my first one, I'm doing the same strategy as last time just so I can maybe surprise someone. Picking something that's not out quite yet, although maybe by the time we release this episode, it might be out. So let's go ahead and listen to clip one.
<laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. You, you, you hear it in the recording. I just started laughing <laughs> once they started getting that grooving out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got the smile <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Dude, it's it's the second episode in a row now that I'm bringing in something from Blood Harvest. This band's called Snet, S N E T E T, but I do, they're from uh they're uh, they're a Czech death metal band from Prague maybe, but yeah, the album co- name is hard to say. The band name's hard to say. Something like Makvani, the Akvetch. <laughs> that track was the second one. Con Cadaver. I don't know, but if you go to the Blood Harvest page, it's like it's like their newest one of the newest releases coming out. I think it comes out on like the fifteenth of May, something like that. It's coming out real soon. But there's this is the only track out there right now. But dude, it's just like you heard, it's gross, rotten, death metal, old school fans of like Undergang, Autopsy, Two Mold, just riff heavy, disgusting, filthy. It's fucking what you want, man. Yeah, exactly what you want. <laughs> I'm trying to find it's, it right now. It's cool now. too because it does give you um like a lot of variety. Like starts off instrumental, gives you faster stuff like that. The vocalist is all over the place. Later in the album you get some like slower like doomier type stuff. Never too slow, but it just it just changes a lot. Keeps your attention. I I've, I've had it, the CD in my car just kind of haven't taken it out in like all month. So it's a it's strong. It's one of the it's one of the, my strong picks for death metal this year. I haven't had a whole lot this year yet, but I think this one's up there. Oh man, you're expensive. <laughs> yeah. So, did you get? Did we get a promo or some shit for this? Yeah, we got the promo for oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I got the CD. You can preview it before you buy it if you want. No, I was just so wondering just how it. you were so special to have it, but <laughs> yeah, we all have it. We all have it. So it's not. It's not you. <laughs> it's us. Say the name no, of the band mind. one more I was time. Say the, just because oh, I feel like it was fucked up. Or where's the? What's the snack. label again? Blood, Blood harvest. harvest. Just go there. They're my last. They just got good shit, man. Always. Just check their shit out. Nice, nice pick. Snet. I yeah. see it. Snet. It's got a real cool cover, like orange. Yeah, that looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, um, actually, I know one of the guys in the band like did that cover, painted really? it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. That was cool. All right, Shotty, you want to give us something finally? Yeah, or? that's fine. Uh, we can go ahead and listen to <laughs> the first one.
Well, boys, back. <laughs> that was interesting. You boys, back. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought too. The first time I listened to it, that was. Um, now this, I don't know how to fucking say the name of the album, but it was the new Spectral Lore CD, and it's oh. literally in like fucking. I think it's in Greek, so I don't know how to say it. It starts with an E. Mm-hmm. I have, I honestly have no <laughs> fucking idea, but it's the new Spectral Lore CD. Yeah. There's a big human coming out of the ground where he has some red wings behind him, and there's like a person in white looking like she's preying on him or something. Mountains in the background, beautiful album art. Yeah, um, that's cool. So that was The Sorcerer Above the Clouds. Mm, yeah, okay. it, it starts with this real alternative feel. It was the end of what you guys were listening to there. And then it just goes into this fucking crazy ass shit. And it's the whole album is really just a, it's all over the place in terms of, you know, the genres that they're referencing while they're playing. The songs are nice and long. So I'm doing songs like 19 minutes. So, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's only seven songs long, but the shortest song is like seven and a half minutes. So they're dense, they're musical journeys, but it's, um, it's a great listen. I mean, it's not for everybody, but if you can get through the the builds in that, I liked it a lot. So I mean, I've only had it, or I've, so I've had it a little bit, but I've only listened to it, you know, thoroughly about two or three times. I really do need to sit down more with it because, like I said, I mean, with the last song being nineteen minutes, I don't know that I've actually, you know, comprehended mm-hmm. all nineteen minutes when I listened to it. So yeah, yeah, I I I actually hit play on this. Like maybe last week, I, but I think I was I was mountain biking mm-hmm. or something, and I just I was like I'll throw this one on, and, and I think I listened to like the first track, which this the one you just played surprised me because I don't think I got that far. And that first track is like not real melodic; it's more like fucking yeah. Yes, it is. It is right. Mm-hmm. So and I I remember liking it, be like I gotta sit down and listen to this when I'm not like biking, like I need to hear it better. It wasn't really working for what I was doing, even though I was like I know this is good, so I kind of kept it like on the list. So. Well, I- I'm gonna, I'll be honest with I'm you. Go I didn't. The first song kind of threw me off a little bit. Like it's not that I didn't like it, but I was like, uh, okay. And then the second mm-hmm. song came on. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then it just kept changing. Every song was a little different, but I liked it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Their Bandcamp says some shit about like atmospheric black metal. I mean, I feel that ambient dungeon synth and more. So yeah, I mean, I guess they the more <laughs> and more explains everything. That's all yeah. you need to know. Is it's atmospheric black metal and a lot more on top of that so I'm definitely a fan of them like i've liked some of their other stuff never like dove in head over heels for them or anything him him just like any time i've ever checked their <laughs> yeah 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 what <laughs> I forgot about that. it's one man <laughs> oh it's it's one dude yeah one dude <laughs> oh okay look at that stan there you go so i did not know that i've never listened to anything before but the fact that this is actually one person makes it even more fucked up now so I, I really like that clip. The yeah, I thought only, you were gonna hate it, Stan. Mixing, I, I, I purposely I put that front part in to be to like <laughs> kind of like throw people yeah, off. Yeah, that's definitely. No, I, like, I thought it was cool. It's, just, well, it's, it's toolish. It sounds like tool to me. It has yeah. that alternative kind of like buildy theme, or we're just kind of like tripping a little bit, going through the motions, and then all of a sudden stops and then smacks you in the face. So I just didn't like the mixing. That's what I my only gripe about it too raw or like raw but like it's also sloppy it's and like to me like one of the guitars was like not it was like off in a separate like spectrum than the other instruments and you know mm-hmm. i mean that was my gripes mm-hmm. with it but i really like that clip like musically 
Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's, albums, um, the cover's very intriguing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's only been three times, and I already want more, but it's just a, it's a listen that you don't necessarily have to be in the right mind because you can put a track on and find something that you're going to like, but I just wanted to not... I wanted to give it, you you know, some proper analyzation because so, I feel like it is an album yeah. that is deserving of that. So This has actually been like my... Mm-hmm. uh been checking out a lot of like atmospheric black metal, which I never do. Hmm. You got any for us today or no? Uh, it's not so much atmospheric, but it is black. Okay, well, let's All go right. to it. Clip two. Fuck yeah. shit stan (laughs) you like that one (laughs) yeah tell us who it was first and then i'll I'll tell you what i thought about it (laughs) that is uh malist (laughs) the the album is karst relic and that is one dude (laughs) track uh timeless torch yeah Hmm. just fucking catchy ass black metal yeah but those fucking vocals holy shit yeah, dude, I like his lows, but I, lo- I really like his highs, like at the end of that clip. But the whole CD is just fucking, it's just, it's like cookie black metal. And it's so good for one person, too. Yeah, that's really, really, really fucking good, dude. I, Those... I listened to this, I think, uh, maybe the week it came out, like a few weeks back. Uh-huh. Because I think people in our in our Patreon group were like kind of buzzing about it a little bit. And oh, I they? thought the same thing. I, well, maybe, I, I don't know. Somebody was at least talking about it. Somebody was talking how that was a pretty good one. And uh, and I was like, yeah, I thought the same thing. Like super catchy. First, it wasn't like totally up my alley. Like something didn't totally click for me. But I remember being like, this is good. Dude, it just wasn't maybe. No, it's, I know. Yeah, it was just like holy some, something. Maybe I don't know if it was too melodic for me or if it was the vocal. I don't know what it was because I like it. But it was maybe something I wasn't going to go back to, even though I thought it was really cool. And I didn't know it was one guy. That's, that's really yeah. cool, too. No, and that's, was really I was well like done. amazed, like yeah, how good the songwriting was, and like the mm-hmm. hooks, like one person yeah. to come up with that, like <laughs> right. so, hook so, after hook. <laughs> so, question: You listen? I mean, it looks like he released something 
late 2019 in the catacombs. I did not listen to any of his other shit. He's got two okay. other full lengths, yeah. Yeah, but they're like very recent. One 2019, 2020, and then yeah, now 2021. One, one a year. So like, yeah, all, all you know within one year of being. I'm released. still soaking this one in before I go, but like, yeah, this is like this dude's talented. I yeah, love his cool. his picture on fucking uh, the Encyclopedia of Metal. Yeah. It just looks <laughs> just so looks innocent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like fucking this younger crowd. What like, a, yeah, holy shit! That was just refreshing because those vocals were so. I don't want to say fucking original, but like just well done. Well Very done and, and, well, and sounded like, old. Like didn't they didn't sound like it was like some new shit. It sounded like yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, but I can't put my words together. I'm not so good with the brain stuff sometimes. Yeah, but it's like it's not even just the vocals; it's like the white, the guitars and the well, like I, yeah, everything. No, it's just like really good. Yeah, they're guitars. Yeah, I, I feel that the guitars, but like the guitars sometimes are easier to like forge. Yeah, that's yeah. like that grit that he had in the in the first. You know, in the in the no, lower vocal. No, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, he's very yeah, talented. That was all so around. fucked. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm I'm done. It's, <laughs> yeah. He has my money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys ready for another one then? I guess it's probably not going to be as good as that, but I'll listen to it. <laughs> I'm like really curious. This is this is going to be the outlier of the day, but I'm so pumped on it. So So I didn't it. we didn't we like di- discuss that Jason had three strikes? <laughs> I think this is the come second on. strike. I think oh, that we're gonna give on. him. I think this Dan? has to be strike number two. I, okay, I wasn't it hating it, but okay, the vocals seem they just seemed off. I was really <sighs> digging that music, but the vocalist is just there's something I know there was something about it <laughs> that wasn't fitting in like. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. 
All right. Well, I've been obsessed. I listened to this thing once and just kept getting my mind blown and bought it. Like I just, this is one of those where I was going to buy the physical, but it was going to be like 30 something bucks. So I just bought the digital for like eight bucks or whatever it was. But uh, I found this one. This was in the uh, Patreon Facebook group. Um, Ian McClung. He uh, okay. brings a lot of good like doom stoner type stuff. And he, he brought this one up in there and I, and, and I gave it a chance and I'm blown away. It's the band's called wheel just like on a car wheel and the album is called preserved in time. And that track was when the shadow takes you over. But I mean, I'm picky with this kind of stuff. I don't gravitate to a lot of it, but this album to me, it's like a, it's just like a little bit more special. Like they kind of combine candle mass type Epic doom with like Paul bear. Like when that track right there switched from the like heavier, you know, straightforward doom into the more like passionate, like emotional stuff. You know, that's where like I hear that like Paul Bear kind of style. I don't know if you guys ever got into that band, but I Just got the one into CD. Them. Yeah. Okay, Heartless maybe or yeah, Heartless. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They definitely take cues from like that style, but it's um. I was gonna do a different uh, clip, I think too, that had like a little more of that kind of stuff, but it was like slower, and I was like, ah, I don't want to lose you guys too much. And in that's really. It, the rest of the album goes back and forth so much that I thought this one kind of got both of it. Like the, cause they do like just like big riffs really well. But then the part that really hooked me was like the mixture of like those just big head banging epic metal riffs with like, Whoa, like the emotional melodic type of uh, parts that would come in and just like surprise you. So it's just like the kind of thing that puts it over the edge for me. Yeah. Like I'm I bummed, said, I was, you guys didn't like it. No, I was digging uh, it. It's just like, mm-hmm. I almost like, I feel like they just need a, a different vocalist. Like it's so crazy because that's one of my favorite parts, though. Like, no, especially see, on that it part, was like, it was dude, like off to me. Th- I couldn't do the vocals either. That was the one thing. It was just I agree it's with not, Stan. It felt out of place. I mean, it's it would not feel- the like the style of vocals. I'm not saying that because I've been actually uh-huh. really getting into this kind of stuff. It's just I feel like this vocalist doesn't fit with this band. Like the band's, I think, bigger than this. You know. I had the I actually had the opposite thought because I was thinking how like talented everyone in this band is. I was like, it wouldn't be the same without one of them. Like I thought the vocalist does such a good job of like matching what he like a lot of the vocal parts, the way they combine with the leads and riffs. It's like really, really well done. But maybe it's just the clip. Maybe like if you hear it all in context. That's what I'm going to give it a chance. I'm at least going to give this a chance because it was cool. Yeah, I recommend at least if you can do this style like shoddy. I know it's not like. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry, bro. I can't do it, man. I get it. It's not everyone's. If it if it's if you can get into that thing at all, I would give it at least just listen to three tracks. Like if you're not hooked by like the third one, it's probably not for you. I was hooked immediately, and I was just like waiting to finish it and make sure I was going to buy it. And everything was like on point. So I was yeah. really. And I think uh, I was reading a little bit about it. Like they recorded it live with like no click track, and so like it's got that good, cool. nice old. School I like the. I like the mix a lot. Like the guitars, like this is one of those genres where you can turn me off so quick with a bad guitar tone. Like Mm. it gets too sludgy or like, and that was like perfect. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Back to Stan. Ooh, is it me? Or Shoddy, right? Yeah, Shoddy. Yeah, I think it's me now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, go ahead and listen to it and we can talk about it.
Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> right when it was getting good. What a track. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Bad clip. <laughs> Bad clip. I know. I make horrible clips. Sorry, boys. That was the album Vandering, and it's by Netterverd. Butchering it. No idea. Can All you spell the, it? That, Oh, the the name of the band is spelled N A T T V E R D, as in Dick. <laughs> Netterverd. Netterverd. Thank you. Anyway, Thank I don't you. know. Cosmos Production. You, if you go to their Bandcamp page, you should see them. It, it was just released last Friday, so. It's so, an old label. You don't hear a lot of stuff coming out of there anymore. Yeah, no, you don't. You do not. Mm. But, I mean, it's available on cassette, vinyl, and CD. So it is the newest I release. I don't, know if I, I don't know if this is this is very nice. Uh, the drummer, his name is Anti-Christian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah the drums is Christian. Yeah. yeah. Serpenter <laughs> vocals. I don't know about this. Honor vocals, yeah. I mean, I don't know where they're from, but I, I love it. it. It's It's an awesome album, so... I was it's really liking it, everything, except I just wish they turned the vocalist down a little bit. It was, like, overpowering. No, dude, I loved Taking how powerful Taking a little bit away sounds. from the music. I, dude, I loved how powerful it sounded, though. It was, like... Because, really? no, I don't think he... I didn't think he was too loud. I feel like he cut through when he needed to, bit, but then... A little bit. It was kind of taken away from some of the really cool guitar parts at times. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like he was just front and center, like it was a a war or something was going on and he was just like <laughs> rallying the troops. I don't know, dude. It was just fucking, I, I think it's awesome. The whole album is amazing. So I would, I had a very, very hard time picking which track I was going to put on. So. Well, that's always a good problem cool. to have. <laughs> yeah, it is always a good problem cool. to have. So. Good dynamics on that one. What was that? I said it was cool. I like the dynamics on that oh. one. The way it went soft back into it. Yeah, it caught my attention yeah, a little yeah. Bit. Yeah, I would say that's honestly just present on the whole album, dude. It's just a straight, I don't want to call it like an atmospheric black metal album, but like it's, it, it kind of has some of that atmosphere there. But mm-hmm. I, I think it's just it's just some good some good black metal. So I, I think that's almost a, right a down perfect my alley way to right describe now. it. Yeah, it is really right yeah. up our alley, Stan. I mean, Jason's not as, he doesn't <laughs> know. He likes. I mean, do you I like the it. last clip he just put on. What, what do you mean? You <laughs> the beautiful lyrics. This guy's fucking. He probably can't even talk after he sings one of these songs. I've been Dude, definitely. <laughs> I've sorry, definitely been like kind of, kind of getting over the death metal. Like it's getting to be a little too much. So any black metal is very welcomed right now. Yeah, and then I guess I'll you know I'll go on about the lyrics or the vocalist again because. Again, with this guy here. What is? What did you say his name was, dude? It, oh, that's not anti-Christian. Damn it. So whatever. <laughs> Serpenter. Serpenter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but dude, it, it's just so guttural with being like black metal at the same time. It's just very, very powerful, yet cuts deep when you listen. So I guess that's all, all I right. have to say about that. <laughs> back to me? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, back to you. All right, I got my last one. This one's going to bring it back full circle. Should please... <laughs> Both of you, maybe? <laughs> okay, I hope so. A little bit of a little mixture of everything. Black, death, dark. That's always good. Yeah. Clip done right. We'll see.
you fucking butcher. <laughs> <laughs> right when it was getting, I mean, it was good, but it was getting better. Bad clip. Cut it. You blue balls dust. <laughs> it was just a hard one to get a good clip on, man. It was all like kind of longer build ups, you know, that oh, kind of shit. Left I was going. trying to find a good one. I just left her going, pal. <laughs> that was Crips of Despair. The album's called All Light Swallowed. And the track is Choked by Life. All very uplifting, sunny day uh, titles and music. Dude, I enjoyed it. You you hit the hammer on the head there, or the nail on the head with the hammer. <laughs> yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. It, it's, is, it, uh, is it out already? Yeah, this one came out a week or two ago. They're from Lithuania. Okay. Ooh, and why? You never hear cool, anything like, about it. <laughs> It's yeah. It's just uh, it's a dark album. I don't know. Like you put this shit on when you're fucking maybe a shittier day or it's raining out, cloudy out. Don't put it on a sunny day. It just does not work as good. But it's just dark, dissonant. Kind of like if you're a fan of Ulcerate, it's a good kind of maybe comparison. That's but, yeah. Um, that's yeah. Yeah, because they use the melody really well, but it's always mm-hmm. a dark melody. And but like when I first listened kinda, to, it, I remember thinking like I don't know. I was kind of heading on the background. I think I was working. I, at first, I was like, "Is this black metal? Is this death metal?" And then I listened to it a few more times. It's like, "Oh, it's definitely death metal based with the riffs, and it's got a lot of really heavy parts. Not as much in that track, but they always they just bring in a shit ton of like tremolo picking and dissonance and swirling shit and like melody and yeah, just really uh, like cohesive. Like the whole album you listen to, and it's like you're gonna kind of get this kind of uh, up and down vibe the whole time, but I really like it. Another one of those that's high on my list as far as like, you know, I guess I hate to call it death metal because it's so all over the board, but yeah. I guess that's the most. Yeah. No, it's just like extreme metal. It's like it hits on everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, do. I think fans of whatever will like it. I'm writing this one down. If you like dark shit. It's out on uh, Transcending Obscurity Records, which has been put on a lot of okay. good shit. Nice. But uh, all right. That's it for me. I think uh, we'll call it a day, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want <laughs> no I want to hear Stanley has another one he, it's oh, a stand clip okay. 3 in the box let's listen to yeah, this one yeah. oh. you want to just listen to it yeah let's listen to I it okay let's just listen to it <laughs> I guess well, I don't, I don't want to follow all this shit fuck <laughs> save it till next time
What gem was that, Stan? Whoa, holy shit, Stan. What song was that? Yeah, what what, what song was that, Stan? Holy shit, dude. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. that was awesome. Uh, yes, I'm doing some self-promoting right now. That, this is my... You uh, should just... You what? just not say it's yours though and just act like it's the album of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, damn it. Let's cut this out. Okay. Uh that was actually me. <laughs> All me doing some uh I released uh I released a demo tape of old school death metal a couple weeks ago. You guys and heard it? The, oh, yeah. And what is the name of this band? It's called Enfleshment. And what is it's the name a, of the album? It's the Cellar Death Demo. And then what, what was it the is, song that we just got to listen to? That was uh, Shackles of Torment. That was my favorite of the... of the. I, I released three original songs, and I did a cover of Convulse's uh, World Without God. You picked the wrong track, Stan. Ah, I know. I didn't know which was the <laughs> best. Uh, this was my favorite. I thought this was like the best written one. But some of you They're guys are saying good. other words. They're all good, but look at the fans. We got Blood Declaration twice. I say Blood Declaration. Yeah. You like the other one, though, too. Descend in the Darkness, I, I know. Hey, I, I mean, just hype it up. Let's. Oh, man. <laughs> we got to listen to the rest of these. I like, no, I like them all. I like them all. But I really like, like, I, I put on Blood Declaration, Descend in the Darkness, and I'm like, yeah. Those are fucking jams. Like I put them on today again. I was like, just throw it, oh, I threw it on. I appreciate those that. Those are fucking good. I mean, the whole thing is good, but like those ones are like to me the highlights. Yeah, I just I I did this. Uh, it was like when I was the home quarantine last year. Yes, it took me a year to finish it because oh, I hate lyrics. I hate vocals. But you know the music was done pretty quick. But yeah, this yeah. guest lyricist that you had on here, does he get any royalties from? No, no, I'm not even going to mention his name now. <laughs> uh, it's mentioned in the fucking band camp, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. I know. I would have just put additional lyrics by asshole. That would have been <laughs> sufficient enough. <laughs> yeah. Basically, besides like I, uh, that song, I had a buddy write some lyrics. I kind of worked them, but I did the whole thing myself. I did uh, drums, guitars, vocals, even made the demo tapes in my studio, uh, artwork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was one of those... Uh, I needed to do it for myself kind of thing. It's sick, man. I'm proud, proud of you, boy. I'm looking at the, the Bandcamp page now. It's very nice. And I made Would it you? into metal. Um, I was I'm so excited I sent you guys a screenshot, but like yeah. I didn't even <laughs> that wasn't me submitting that by myself. Like I just made it. Like I looked it up randomly one day. I was like, that'd be cool if like someone submitted it and they did. I was like, that's a like <laughs> that's a life wild. goal. <laughs> <laughs> Would you prefer people purchase this on Bandcamp or your website direct? Well, if you it depends on if you want uh, the digital's on Bandcamp. I don't know how to put digital on websites, but uh, actually, yeah, I'm an, I'm I'm a little crazy. I just get bored really easily, so I just start a whole bunch of different projects. So I just decided uh, to start a label. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been wanting to do it for a while, but now that I have something to release. I started a label. Um, it's called Desolate Sound Productions. It's uh, the idea of it be behind it is I want it to like specialize in like one man bands. You know, two man bands are still mm-hmm. the same. You know, the, the the DIY musicians that just create music just to create music, and they don't have the opportunities to, to always like you know do physical releases and stuff. So that's weird. One, I would never thought you would like you know be into that. Like <laughs> what one man DIY? <laughs> one man band is so weird. I know. I know, right? Like that's such a crazy concept. But to, I also to feel start. like unless you're like really good, like there's a lot of good shit out there that gets pushed off the mm-hmm. side because they just don't have the opportunities as like you know it's just 
you know, when you have five people in the band, it's five people doing the work. It's five people, oh, you yeah. know, promoting that shit. You know, this is just us. Like, so I just, I thought it would be cool to start a label that spe- specializes in that. So, so to, what do you want people to reach out? Yes. And we'll put the link in uh, the notes for this episode. But yeah, submit your stuff. If you guys, you know, any one man, two man bands out there, just as long as you're like all about just DIY making music just to make music for the hell of it you know send it my way i want to listen to it now how are you going to do with those it's just going to be straight up like you put it on there it's going to be digital promotion or are you going to like pay for like a physical well it depends tapes? like how does that work it depends on the i mean it depends on how good it is no i always like i'm not like this is like my main goal is not to make money off this you know right. i just like you know being a collector myself like i just always thought you know i want people to you know if this shit's good i wanted to like releases and stuff and you know as long as you can sell the records to like you know, get your costs back and stuff. Like I'm all, I'm all for putting out shit. Right. You know, like tapes or what are you going to do? Tapes, CDs, vinyls. That's, yeah, I mean, I got to build some money up before I start yeah. <laughs> doing vinyls vinyl. That's the, expensive, but yeah, you know, tapes and CDs are, are cheap. And, uh, honestly, I know the, the vinyl queue right now is a good six months. So if we put the yeah, order in, it'd be, it's not six months until we could get that shit pressed. Cause everybody's fucking pressing extra vinyl now trying mm. to, you know, sell that because they're not touring. So, yeah, vinyl's a little fucked right now, but yeah, CDs, cassettes would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and not trying to. I'm not trying to. Digital's always the best. I mean, there's a lot of lot of labels out there that do their thing good. You know, this is just I, you don't see the one man like just specializing in that. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it'd be yeah, cool yeah, to do true. it. That's true. So yeah, if you guys want to support, once again, Desolate Sound Productions. I have my own website. Took a good month making that. Did it myself. Didn't hire anyone. (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's all about doing it yourself. (laughs) Well, maybe you can get over to our podcast page and do that yourself. (laughs) Fix that up too. It's on my list. You can do that yourself. (laughs) Because that looks like Forget everything I just said about the label. I got other work I got to do on this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Very nice guy. Very nice. Hopefully some people check that shit out. Yeah, please. Yep. I mean, I'm not, it's not, I'm not just saying it because I'm like, I'm your friend. Like it's, there's some good shit on here. I appreciate that. (laughs) Then some of them riffs, I was like, shit, man, I I don't know how you came up with that. It's, it's, you got some good moments in there, that's for sure. You know, you might, it might be weird to say, I just love sitting down in my basement and being by myself, but I mean, this is the shit that comes out of it, you know? (laughs) So, yeah. Yep. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, you know what, guy? I'll tell you this. If you're lucky... Might get an interview on this podcast one oh, day. That'd guy. be nice. <laughs> but for now, you got to listen to uh, what's his name? Oh, <laughs> you got to settle for Knox from Enforced. Yeah. Oh, sorry, boys. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess uh, enjoy that. Uh, check out that album Kill Grid. If you want any, if you want some good fucking crossover thrash, you cannot go wrong. Otherwise, tr- what we got going on? We got a um, new Patreon episode coming out. Within the week, new trivia round, trivia round, uh, metal trivia. That was fun as shit. Came mm-hmm. out on top. I tell you what, you learned some shit on that one too. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great, great round of trivia there. Deep round of You're trivia joined too. By a, joined by a Patreon uh, member for that one, and uh, yeah, oh, we got. Shit, we forgot to have a Patreon uh, member on this episode. Oh yeah, that's right. Fucking we'll get back to it next time. Yeah, yeah. We always got the so backstage lounge going on. So much shit going mm-hmm. on over there. Yeah, um, so check that shit out if you want some extra. Of, uh, episodes or you want to jump into our uh facebook group or whatever you know mm-hmm. i still got covers going on but it's just kind of been on hold lately everyone's been so busy but we got a couple coming out soon yeah be on the lookout for that and that's about it yeah you guys got any ideas for us send them our way we're always looking for new stuff 
Well, other than that, I think we're all enjoy the interview, and that's it for us tonight. I'm Stan the Man. I'm Evil J-Dog. And I'm Shadi, and you guys stay metal. We love you. Yeah, man. So, like I said, I mean, this is basically any any band that I'm I'm into. You know, that's I, I like to mm-hmm. get a hold of and see if we can talk about it. So, I mean, yeah, y'all have been on my radar for a minute because uh, you're at like what episode? Yeah, like one something hundred and one. So, so, what is that in time? Like two years? Uh probably more. We did we do like once a month. It's that's probably like yeah. three at least. Yeah, I want to say because I have friends on this show Axe Grind and I think oh, they yeah, yeah. started right around the same time you did. Yep, yep. And um I was listening to both and so I checked out their podcast, I checked out yours and I was like, "Okay, that's cool." And didn't really, you know, yeah. go go back to either. <laughs> but then <laughs> when you hit me up, I was I was like, "That name sounds so fucking familiar." <laughs> and I, I the sure as shit, like I still had like some downloaded episodes Oh, that's y'all. funny. And I was like, "Dude, <laughs> Oh, oh fuck! It's that it's a fucking podcast from like years ago. <laughs> that you used to do. I was like, oh yeah. So I checked out the uh, the worst of uh, yeah, from, like the Patreon clip, and I was like, dear God, <laughs> like this is uh, 
This is something special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the most fun and worst things we did. <laughs> oh, it was fun as hell. I was laughing my ass off when that uh, I uh, I went to the record store after doing all that stupid yard work. I just needed to drive and get my mind off of everything. Yeah. And uh, I listened to that. And the minute the Six Feet Under song came on, <laughs> I like almost slammed on the brakes and like jerked the wheel. I was like, dude, I can't. I can't. Uh, <laughs> dude. And it, of course, only got worse from there. So, like, the CMFT song I, like, sent to so many people. I was like, you have to listen to this. Like, it'll change your life. Yeah, dude. I mean, you don't get to hear about all the bad stuff sometimes, you know? Sometimes it's worth it. No. It can make your day no. feel a little better for some. I don't know if it makes you feel better about yourself. I don't know, but it makes me feel In good. In the worst way. <laughs> I, I was like, well, I didn't. I don't really have any metrics to kind of know if I'm doing well or not. <laughs> but in terms of like personal integrity, I think yeah. I'm doing fucking fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So relax because uh, you're not writing a song about how they they need to get rid of you, and it sucks. Right, dude. Yeah. Oh God in heaven. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus Christ, that was so fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry you had to hear that, man. <laughs> no, no, I'm glad I did it. It's it's made me a stronger person. Um, what uh, you got a good record store by you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, there's a handful in Richmond, but the main one I usually go to is Vinyl Conflict. Okay, which is run by uh, my friend Bobby Egger, who's been in you know tons of bands, and um. It's like the hub for punk and metal and hardcore. Oh, nice! Uh, in the city, and he's a wizard. He knows all, all of his shit. That's um, awesome. So yeah, we we work pretty closely with him as a band, and but also personally as yeah. people. Like I go there as, as much as I can. Did you pick up anything good, or just browse around? <sighs> no, I had to actually had to pick up boxes. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I participated in this thing called Super Metal Sunday on Facebook. Okay. As like a quote unquote guest. So I basically just had to like make videos and talk about my record collection and stuff mm. like that. But that was like two weeks ago when I made all the videos. I was like, you know what? I'll actually check this out. So Super Metal Sunday was last Sunday. So I was like, let me just check this out and see what it's about. And it is chaos <laughs> on, on this like Facebook group page. Yeah, I've never heard of that. It, Oh yeah, but thousands are are super pumped on it. Okay, so it, it's like people like trying to hawk like like great white LPs. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so, okay. So <laughs> and, yeah, and like the same Motley Crue LP like seven thousand times. <laughs> um, it's just weird. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll like, I'll, I'll get in on this, and uh, started posting some albums, and they would sell within like ten seconds. No shit. I was like, good god. I was like, this is rabid. <laughs> so I was like, let me do something really cool. So I found a, a copy. Uh, we get all the, as a enforce the band, like we get all the colors and all the mm -hmm. you know pressings and whatnot. So I was like, let me find one that I personally, I usually give them to, to family, but for a handful, I'll keep. So I grabbed one that was like one out of a hundred. You can only get it through War Records okay, uh, and at the walls pressing. So I was like, let me put that up there and I'll sign it and make it, you know, personalized yeah. or whatever and see, see what happens. And I'm going to sell it for, you know, 50 bucks because 50 bucks is 50 bucks. Yeah. And that's way more than, than I 
think it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that sold in five seconds. Damn. Yeah. And the person messaged me and was like, Oh my fucking God. Thank you. I was like, Whoa, chill. Like it's not that, it's not that good. <laughs> But yeah, I'll sign it. I'll make it out to your name. I'll yeah, like, yeah. you know, I'll I'll write all over the dust sleeve and stuff, and make it all up for you. And she sent me like twice the amount. Hell yeah, that's nice. So I was just like, he didn't have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah but I'm, hey. not gonna, I'm not gonna turn away a hundred no, bucks. Man. So. <laughs> no, no, fucking weird. <laughs> just weird, weird things have been happening. Yeah, I've never. I'm still holding fast to CDs. So I want to go down the vinyl road, but it's like, you know, no, you're you wanna, smart. No, you you're know, smart. I'm just still there and I'd have to like switch over and. Well, people like, at least since we've like signed a uh, century and everything, I've never really put much thought into CDs coming from like a very like mm-hmm. underground punk and hardcore. It's always about seven inches and in LPs mm-hmm. like CDs are, are for like just a burn CD demo. Right. Like, yeah, that's what you, you get the spool. You write your name on it, you burn it, and yep. that's it. So I was not aware that people buy, the majority of people buy CDs, period. Is it true? I thought it was going towards the vinyl. I thought I was maybe no. like one of the rare no. ones. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. Um, They'll get the, people will buy the vinyl as like a collector's piece, mm-hmm. but they won't actually play it. That's my thing, man. I just don't have any. I mean, I want to display it. I mean, I do see, like it for but that. See, that's, you know? that's why we have the deluxe edition that has this LP with a CD mm. inside of it so you can smart and it's half the price if you bought both separately. Oh, that's just real include cool. Them, just put them together. Yeah. That's for me so, right there. Yeah. It's perfect. And people still buy both. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> you it's, it's detailed. It's displayed very vividly. Obviously like it comes with the CD. Oh no, it's right. cool. I'm going to buy the vinyl with the CD. Oh, they're buying <laughs> Okay, I got, like, I got you. Okay, okay. <laughs> what? You didn't have to do that, but like, that's dope. Yeah, like, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like no, I need to have everything. It's like okay, like I, I, I'm not gonna argue with this person who wants everything. So. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's very weird. I I've been in that situation a handful of times, but like, not not so like rabidly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah, pretty cool. that's cool, man. Yeah, because we uh like in Detroit. I mean, there's records, there's record stores still, but we lost so say many. You are of them. in Detroit, correct? Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm kind of like an hour north. I kind of live more in the country, but Detroit's like the home base as far as shows go and anything going on. Yeah, you know? but like in terms of like the your your show and everything, mm-hmm. it's all like kind of Detroit centered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all grew okay, up in cool. Detroit. The one the one dude he moved to Georgia, you know, a few years back, but but yeah, Detroit and like. There's a few good record shops left, but we lost a lot of the good ones, man. It's like kind of a bummer, like as far as going to pick up stuff physically. I mean, besides just ordering it, you know, there's just not as many options. So that's cool. You have a good place by you. Yeah, we've got we had a handful. We've lost two, but there's still three available. Yeah. So yeah. Richmond's always been like a very music centered, like underground music community. Right. Okay. So it's kind of hard to not. Yeah. Did you grow up in Richmond? One. No. Uh, all of my extended family is based here, but I I was a military brat. Mm. Uh, my dad has has been and still is, has been in the Coast Guard since the 80s. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. So, we moved. I was born in Baltimore, 
And then we moved to Dover and then to St. Paul, Minneapolis, and then wow. uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia, then to Chesapeake, Virginia. And then uh, I took it once I graduated high school, I moved to Richmond. Wow, that's wild, man. Yeah, it's 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 been it's whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there was a stint that I had moved to Asia as well, so Damn. I was just like, I'm I'm very. You've had very some experience. Com- well, yeah. Well, like I'm very just comfortable with dropping everything and mm-hmm. going somewhere else. Yeah, that's uh, a rare thing. That's kind of cool. That doesn't affect me. Like, yeah. I have no roots anywhere. I could care less. Like, that's kind of cool. Just four four squares on a cot and i'm pretty okay with it right like, yeah you can't get too attached if you're moving every few years yeah 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 and so like some sense we're only like two years long Damn. so it's just like why get attached to anyone that you're dealing with right but right. at the same time it's like we well, got to try and make friends you're just like okay let's make a scenario where i i'm friends with you and then i'm gonna bounce <laughs> So it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, everything I'm doing is fake. Right. That's super weird, man. That's super it's weird. It's very, it's very strange. Um, so how long have you been in Richmond then now? Oh boy. Let's see. I moved here in 2008. I left, I moved to Asia in 2012, came back in 2013 and I've been here ever since. So okay. what is that? Nine, nine years Nine years minus one year, so eight years. Yeah, yeah, the, the right. longest place I've ever lived. Period, right, right, by a long shot. Yeah. Well, Richmond seems like a cool place. I don't think, I don't think I've been there. Maybe driving through, kind of a thing. But uh, I mean, it seems like a, seems cool metal wise, from what I've always heard. Metal wise, hardcore wise. I mean, yeah. there's always shit going on. I mean, sands the last, you know, year and yeah. some change. Right, but, right. Um, it's never stopped. You know. Mm-hmm. With when there's no venues or like when venues get shut down or something like that, shows don't stop. They just get moved to houses, mm-hmm. and you'll have ve- like shows that should be in venues in someone's basement. That's awesome. And you're just like uh, a perfect example. Are you familiar with the band Incendiary? Yeah, yeah. Very I saw cool. Incendiary in a basement with like oh, that's rad. The first time I saw them, I think it was like 2012. That's awesome. Uh, Saw Incendiary, they were touring off their first album or so, mm-hmm. and I saw them in a basement with like 30 people. <laughs> that's cool, like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, is, uh, just, it, it doesn't stop. Is it like a? Is it pretty close band wise? Like it like tight knit or or you know I yeah. know there's a decent amount of bands that come from there, but yeah, the underground music scene, like aggressive quote unquote aggressive music scene. Yeah. I would just lump it all together. Uh, everyone works together. And everyone wants the best show and the best turnout and the best, you know, the best for the bands. Uh, everyone's on the same page. Yeah. So it's not necessarily like, oh, this scene hates this scene and like these, right. these people don't get along with these people. You know, it can get pretty tribal mm-hmm. um, in a lot of places. Uh, but here it's very much like, uh, what's a good way to put it? Like everyone is open to options. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, we're going to put this death metal band with this, mm. you know, street punk band. Yeah, that's awesome. And then it's just like, I don't know. But it's like, well, okay, listen to it and see if that works. Right. It's like, oh, that's a good idea. That'll be a killer show. Cool. We're going to do that. Yeah, dude, I love shows like that. I mean, like, I because mm-hmm. I grew up on like punk, hardcore, metal, you know, whatever. So for me, if I go to a show like that, it's just like that much better for the variety. Yo, yo, yo. And it keeps everyone entertained. And it keeps everyone kind of up to snuff 
mm-hmm. on people from different you know genres and different bands that you're probably not going to be privy to exactly. if you stayed in your own little corner. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, very so it, it it it's very like we played this uh like taco bar with a bunch of like with a like a prog metal band <laughs> and it was like there was like 300 people there. It was insane. Wow. Oh, dude, people are like. <laughs> like crowd surfing and shit. And, but they, <laughs> but they themselves didn't understand why they were crowd surfing. They were trying That's to stage so dive and people would just catch them. <laughs> it was very cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you guys are kind of lucky too, or, or like in a good spot, like sound wise. Cause you know, you guys could, you guys could fit with a lot of good bands, you know, a lot of different genres and shit, like being, yeah, that you have we, the crossover we, sound, we, you know, we have, we have, and we do like, like we've played house shows with like, just straight up, no bullshit hardcore bands and yeah. punk bands and, you know, prog metal bands and death metal bands. Like we kind of like, that's kind of the nice thing about crossover. It's just like mm-hmm. it, it, it very, like the Venn diagram is very smushed together. Yeah, for sure. People like, people like riffs. Exactly. Period. Who doesn't like a good exactly. riff? <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> It's the one universal factor, man. It's the it's the thing that makes everybody come together. Yeah, riffs. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So okay, so you got to uh, you got to Richmond, all this shit. So when did you start listening to like the heavy shit? Like, was that uh, you're moving around and everything? Was that like always a part, or when oh, did you come to all that? It's always kind of been a part of everything. I don't know. Like, I'm I'm 30 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be 31 later this year. So when I started listening to heavy stuff was probably in the mid to late nineties. Um, when I lived in Minnesota, I don't know if it was based. I I, I can't, I don't think it was based in, um, in Minneapolis, but D Snyder had a morning show. It may have been just syndicated. I think so. Um, I think it was, uh, D Snyder in the morning and he would just play metal period. Yeah. And and like in the late nineties, you're hearing like, Metallica, Alice Cooper, Sepultura, mm-hmm. you're hearing Marilyn Manson, Korn, like you're, and just not what, uh, like an, uh, <laughs> not what a six year old would be exposed to. <laughs> right. Oh, 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 and fucking Soundgarden. Like, yeah. I, I, like, we, we did this, uh, road trip for like two weeks, uh, throughout the Midwest, and we just kind of just drove around the Midwest and just would stay in like shitty motels. Mm-hmm. And I just remember just black hole sun was like, every time it came on the radio, I'd be like, this is my shit yeah, dude. <laughs> at six for sure. Like that is not <laughs> something that uh, a six year old should really be like invested in. Right. But, uh, but it was, and so I was yeah. like, this is my bag. That's this early, is man. Wanted, Six is that's young, man, to be appreciating yeah, that kind of I stuff. Wanted, this is what I want to do. Yeah. So by the time, you know, like corn and Limp biscuit were big, I was fucking moshing my laundry room <laughs> to shreds. I would <laughs> I'd be doing my laundry with the boom box. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And it just it just uh, with uh D Snyder, I uh my brother and I would go to school, but we get one of those he had a, a boom box that could record um, mm. cassettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he'd get a 180 minute cassette tape and we go to school, he'd hit the record and play button and we'd come back hours later 
and then play the tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I remember doing that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah just I think some, I had to like, I feel like I had to just put another fucking radio up to the other one and hit record though. I don't know if I had the one that would record it. Maybe I oh, did eventually, oh. but it, mine was a little more haggard than that. I think I was just getting a nice rough. Yeah, I remember it, he got, I think he got it for like Christmas or for a birthday or something. He just got like some insane, just best buy deal piece of crap that like yeah. you could also record the radio onto tape right so we were like time to go to school we've already listened to yesterday's tape we're gonna tape over it and <laughs> he would just put the same tape in hit record and be like all right let's go catch the bus yeah and we get like two hours of radio every day <laughs> that's awesome and we would like try and you know place who's who to what's what and uh just loving it, just loving it. I remember th- the first thing I ever bought was, uh, because of that, the first CD I ever bought was Rage Against the Machine, Battle for uh, mm. Los Angeles. That's a good so, gateway. Yeah, that uh, that and Lil Bow Wow, Beware of Dog, <laughs> because I was trying to, I was trying to, you know, uh, equate to my peers. Right. <laughs> it's it like, I'm really into this cool shit, but I, <laughs> I also yeah. like Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> and uh it is 1998 right (laughs) i was that weird then like so you're moving around like did you find other people that were listening to cool music too or were you on your own like in your own little world not really there was a point in uh fredericksburg where i think it was the first time i've ever been like exposed to hardcore so this would have been 99 2000 this uh guy caleb or this guy this kid this child Caleb, his dad was really into Gorilla Biscuits and his dad was really into Bad Brains. Okay. So he would like show me, you know, quickness mm-hmm. and uh, start today and stuff like that. And I'd be like, no, nah, man, you got it all wrong. It's all about roots, Sepultura roots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and he's just like, no, nah, that's garbage, man. Like, you got to <laughs> listen to the quickness. <laughs> that's awesome and it's just like the weirdest like dichotomy <laughs> yeah it now, is. thinking back i haven't thought about that in forever so now now just saying it out loud it's like <laughs> dude that's the most kid shit ever because it doesn't make any sense no no oh uh, yeah it's just like i like this you're dumb i like this <laughs> yeah. you're dumb this is better yeah it's so <laughs> stupid <laughs> that's <laughs> Jesus awesome though. Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh, I mean, it's so informative and you have no idea how informative it is mm-hmm. uh, until far later. Right. So when uh, we moved to Chesapeake, uh, Chesapeake and all the 757 is basically the quote unquote Virginia Beach hardcore scene. Mm. And so I started going to shows with my brother and that's when Gorilla Biscuits and Bad Brains came back up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, I've already heard all this right. like, from that guy, Caleb. <laughs> like, oh, oh, I know what's going on. Yeah. Like, oh, this is cool. But I did not understand like the physicality of like going to shows. Mm. I thought it was just the music that you just sit there. Right. So that was like because your first kind of show experience? interaction. Yeah. Like interaction. Yeah. Uh, one of the first ones was uh, every time I die at like a, um, at a sushi bar. <laughs> wow. Uh, in Portsmouth, Virginia. And yeah. uh, it's per- to this day probably one of the most violent things I've ever seen. Damn, that's cool. Oh, yeah, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but at the time, I was like, 
I was so terrified and so scared for my fucking life. <laughs> yeah, but of it, course, but though. it, but it, it, it kind of like shot me full of this. I don't know. Like I need to see more. Yeah. Like, yeah, this, yeah, is like yeah. this like morbid curiosity of like, wow, that was nuts. Should <laughs> it get worse? What <laughs> right. does, what does worse look like? Like, right. so now I, now I need to invest myself into all of this because I want to see and be a part of this like violent, violent culture Yeah. without like, not necessarily saying that, well, you know, I'm like the most violent person in the world, mm-hmm. but like violence that's like controlled and contained. Yeah. No, like, I, totally I can, get I can, it. I, totally I can get, get all, I can get all my, my angst and aggression out and, Granted, I guess hurt people. I don't know what a thirteen-year-old person <laughs> could. What thirteen-year-old yeah. is going to hurt like a thirty-year-old? But you know, it could happen. I guess. <laughs> but it's just like you can just really just let loose mm-hmm. here, and then when you go back to school the next day, all your worries and all your you know angst and anger is gone, yeah. and you can focus. I remember. I remember the same shit, man. It was like the one of those first early concerts, and it's like whoa, like the. You fe- you just feel so alive that you know you don't get that feeling with a whole lot of things you know and it's like no. to get that release and like oh these are my people and like all that shit to combine it's like a very addicting thing especially when you're first starting out with it and really mean yeah, to this day you, though yeah when you see when you're 13 and you see the guy in the Earth Crisis baseball or basketball jersey with mosh gloves like <laughs> yeah. breaking people's teeth you're just like yes these are my people <laughs> he gets it I, I i really can't wait for us to find equal ground <laughs> as he's grinding my teeth into a pulp right uh, right <laughs> but yeah no i i'm just fucking around i understand that sentiment completely yeah yeah that's right so then you got so you were just going to whatever you could then at that point yeah uh my brother was in like this like very I don't think he'll shit on me for saying this. Very bad, uh, like faux grindcore band. Okay. That would play shows, and I wasn't allowed to go to shows. But if he was playing, I could go. Mm, nice. Okay. So whatever he played, I got to get to go to. And I was like, you need to start playing way more shows. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm his manager or something. <laughs> I was like, you guys are doing it all wrong. You need to be playing this show, this show, this show, this show. Right. Just because I those were the shows <laughs> I wanted to go to. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, when I finally understood that, like, hey, uh, grindcore, like sassy grindcore bands shouldn't be playing the same bill as like uh, bills that are like poison idea. Right. Like it's, just, it's not going to work. Yeah. Like it's not going to translate. And I was like, well, fine. Like. I'm going to find people to start my own band. Okay. And I did. Uh, luckily, I found some like-minded people in um, ninth grade and started this uh, really bad punk band called uh, Brainwhack. Okay. And then from that came another really bad Nintendo core band called Breaking... <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> called Breaking Ass Kickboxer. <laughs> and from that... Very cool. Yeah. From that bloomed... Uh, <laughs> A like kind of three one G records noisy trash hardcore stuff, which I was super into at the time. Yeah. So I was in bands like The Atomic City that no one's ever heard of, and <laughs> Mr. Grimm. We only played one show because that was the mystique. Right. Like, and, and we had like masks on, so you couldn't. You had no idea. Okay. It was even us. Yeah. You know, just uh, 
And then like we had like a, um, and this is all the same group of people, same group of like maybe 12 people. Okay. So we were just like, I really like this band. We should try and do something like that. So we would just play with genres and play with sounds and ideas. Yeah. And just make a band and play one show and be like, okay, like we did it. Let's try something else now. <laughs> yeah. Very, very childish. When, uh, when did you full on meet up with like, uh, the, when, like when did Enforced happen? Super recently in retrospect <laughs> yeah. of going through that whole wormhole. We met up 2016. Okay. We, I'm trying to remember. What was the show? Crowbar. Crowbar hmm. played Richmond and I was working with our first drummer, Isaac at a grocery store. Okay. So he showed up in a van with a bunch of people and we were chit chatting in the alleyway, um, drinking beers, you know, as you, as one does, mm -hmm. uh, at a crowbar concert. <laughs> yeah. And I can't remember if it was that night or a few days or weeks after somewhere around that time that he was like, Hey man, like I'm trying to start this project or we're trying to start this project. And I know you've been in, you know, band X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And I think you could probably kill, kill it on vocals. He was a big fan of the Nintendo core project. No, I was in another <laughs> band called Vice Grip. Yeah. I went, I <laughs> got it. People are, people are going to be finding that. And I'm just, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I shouldn't never said the name. Find the old MySpace page. And Oh no, luckily MySpace deleted itself. <laughs> I was like, Oh, thank God. But it still exists in yeah. the, in the ether. So, Hopefully, uh, everyone finds it and uh, right. shows mercy. But no, he, uh, in the days or weeks after, uh, he was like, hey, me and these guys that I'm playing with uh, have wrote a demo saying, like, we don't have a vocalist yet. And I'm, you know, fans of, like, your previous bands. I think you would kill it. You want to try and write some lyrics and do vocals over this mm. uh, demo. I said, yeah, sure. Like I haven't thought about doing bands cause I just gotten back from, from Asia and I've been kind of slumming around, you know, couch surfing and stuff. I hadn't really thought about being in a band again. Mm -hmm. it, it just didn't seem in the cards. If it was offered to me, I was like, yeah, sure. That's way easier than trying to make it pull it together yourself. Yeah. So scratch some lyrics down and recorded it within like a week or two of him sending it to me. And that's the demo. Like it's very much a demo. Right. <laughs> because right. I hadn't really, that came out in January of 2017. I had never met any of wow. these people saying okay. Isaac until then. Right. Right. Okay. So, so you knew Isaac, the drummer. So he, so, okay. So the sound was already fully, they, they knew what they were going to oh, do. They, they the style. Know, yeah. They had already written everything. It was good mm -hmm. to go, but it just didn't mm -hmm. have vocals or lyrics or anything. Okay. Okay. And the other guys kind of already knew each other or whatever then. Yeah. They had already been in, you know, a bunch of other projects and bands prior. Yeah. So they, they're their own like click. Right. Okay. Guys uh, making bands. Right. You know, much like I was in high school, I was just like, you know, I, I've only worked with the, like these 12 people. I don't know how <laughs> yeah. I feel about this new four. Right. <laughs> like, like I, I, that's it, it's new. It's different. It's strange. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to, you know, deep dive <laughs> into yeah. these four people's <laughs> lives and they don't know me. <laughs> right. They, did they want to go with like the crossover sound right from the start or was it just kind of like each person's, yeah. you know, 
taste combined or, or how'd that kind of come about? It is. It's, it's, it's everyone's taste combined, especially on that demo. It's everyone's at the roster that we had at the time. That's mm-hmm. very much everyone's input. Okay. And the same with the retaliation EP. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, cause, cause you were, you were listening to all this different shit when you were coming up. And then, I mean, I guess I didn't ask you like, where, where did you end up? Like by the time the force is coming around, what kind of stuff are you listening to at that point? Was it still this big mix of stuff? Oh no. Uh, it, it really got focused. Um, okay. let's say 2009, I think it's 2009 when it came out. Iron Age released uh, Sleeping Eye of the Watcher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that album would not even, no holds barred, like completely changed the way I perceived mm-hmm. heavy music mm-hmm. uh, at that time. Because I was already a fan of Iron Age as okay. like a hardcore band. Sure. And I think Butcher's Bill was like one of my favorite fucking songs. I was like, dude, like this band can do no wrong. Yeah. And then they put out a single. Uh, the way is narrow. And I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> I was like, this is sick, but like, different. wow, it's so different. So different. And then sleeping eye came out and I just lost my shit. Like, like my brain broke and I had just never thought of the possibility of like, yeah, you're playing this genre. You could be into other things mm-hmm. too. Right, right. <laughs> like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You could yeah. be into other things too, dude. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Like they tie in so much from such a lot of such a massive spectrum that I was like, uh, it just got me into so much more. That's mm-hmm. the Gateway album. Okay. Is, is, is Sleeping On.
mean, it's weird too because you would think a lot it'd be a lot bigger because of that because no. of the, the amount of shit they're pulling from. I, you know, I don't know. I don't exactly know why it's not, but it's oh, it's kind of a weird thing. To it, you, you have to think of it at the time because like. Mm. They were very much a very heavy, not not heavy, but like very, I don't know, violent, like touring act. Like mm-hmm. they were they were like a force to be reckoned with wherever they go. Kind of like hardcore act. Yeah. Yeah. But then they put out something actually like, oh, my God, like that's not even like it, it's beyond like, quote unquote, hardcore good. Right. It's just good. Yeah. And it's 100%. fucking good. But that alienated them, I think, a lot from their base. Yeah, I guess like, you're right, man. A lot of those straight ahead hardcore fans are not going to be into that. Or like, or like, what the fuck? Oh, they lost yeah. their, they lost their edge. They lost, their, yeah, they forgot their roots. And it's yeah. just like, yo, fuck the roots. Like, <laughs> that is fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. And and just so it got shit on. I remember it got shit on really hard. I was like, okay. dude, dude, this is. No, that's the best album I've heard in forever. <laughs> and that kind of also, for me personally, like kind of separated myself from the whole scene in general. I was just like, y'all, if y'all hate this, you're fucking mm. stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, and you have to give props where props are due. Like, that's a great fucking album. Mm-hmm. And no one wanted to. Like, right. It was very, very, very few were like, ride or die. Right. And I was like, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to fucking tattoo iron age on my fucking forehead <laughs> yeah um so that changed it for you though that, cha- that changed it for me that changed it for yeah. me so yeah. that's when i started I was like okay well what's like this quote-unquote new irony yeah and that's when i started getting into you know thrash and crossover and okay as a whole because i mean it, growing up in the 90s like you're not it's not like you've never heard of metallica or anthrax mm-hmm. or megadeth like right that shit is by that time what is it but like the early 90s, mm-hmm. that's all kind of like the big four is kind of phasing out. But, mm-hmm. you know, like Black Album had already come out. And that's basically like the career making album mm-hmm. for Metallica. So it's not like you're ever going to get away from metal, period. Yeah, right. And, and, but like having that like prior knowledge when I lived in Fredericksburg of like debating Girl Biscuits over <laughs> Sepultura. Yeah. It, like I'm just like. Oh, I should probably revisit these things from my youth that mm-hmm. I just was like so ride or die for. Yeah. But I chose, you know, locking out records over Roadrunner. Right. Or, sure. Or, so I, I, I just like neglected my youth to, to find a different youth. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, I, that's when I, I really started getting into or dive dive deeper into the whole you know quote unquote metal genre as a whole like okay. ser- seriously yeah so okay so then by the time the band's coming around you're that's you're that's kind of your world anyways oh, that's about, my like, shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was like a perfect fit perfect time perfect match that's mm-hmm. awesome what about the other guys like taste wise because i mean the one thing that i do like about you guys too is it's it's not you know it's crossover thrash but i'm i'm a very big death metal guy Right. And, uh, you know, there's death metal to my ears in there, you know, too. Like, yeah. is that coming from anyone in particular? Um, I, would, I wouldn't say from anyone in particular, but it just comes from kind of the same sense mm-hmm. uh, that that I'm coming from. It's just like, you know, we just like aggressive music mm-hmm. and we like thrash metal. 
We like crossover. We like death metal. We like speed metal. So we're listening to all that stuff all the time. And if we can attribute or like if any one of those particular things kind of like, what's a good way to put it, you know, makes a song better. Mm. We're not going to shy away from any influence because it's, you know, not, oh, that's not crossover. Yeah. Like that's, that's not thrash. It's like, who gives a fuck if it sounds good? It sounds good. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, like I said, that's the thing that makes me really like you guys. It's just, it's, that just, yeah, it'll I, you know, change. I like it'll crossover. Change. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. yeah, no, no, I do too. I have no problem with any genre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but like when it comes, and I don't mean to sound pompous, but, uh, when it comes to enforce, it's like, dude, all cards are on the table. Mm-hmm. I'll take ambient as an as a huge influence. Like if if it works for the song, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, yeah. it, it what's the problem? Right, right. What about uh, so when you guys are writing, you guys get together and do it, or how does that work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have uh, two practices a week. Uh, okay. One for playing songs and trying to figure out sets, mm-hmm. and then another strictly just for writing okay and it's just basically <laughs> people playing voice memos on their phone when yeah. when everyone's ears are already shot and no one can <laughs> no one can hear it yeah and uh someone trying to relay it back uh we haven't figured out a good system for that <laughs> i don't think there is a good system for that <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah there's no like good streamlined system for like writing songs right. but um no we just kind of uh fuck around with ideas and kind of try and integrate them with previous ideas that we've had that we okay. just kind of shelf. Mm-hmm. And, and if they don't work, if it doesn't, if, if there's no like integration possible, then it gets put on the shelf too. So mm-hmm. we like, we we constantly have like a library of, you know, <laughs> voice memos and some yeah. of them, some of them are even like mouth of just like, right on. And we just kind of see what fits with someone else like brought to the table. Yeah, that's cool. I always like to hear when it's still like a collective thing. Oh, no, no, dudes no. in a room, like, you know, no, one, no one's no one's like left out. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone gets to say their piece. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's very collaborative and nothing is like, what's a good way to put this? Nothing's solidified until everyone signs off on it. Okay, so, that's very like, cool. Killgrid is a perfect example because it's the first, like you know, solid release that we've done. Mm-hmm. Everyone <laughs> signed off on every riff, every mm-hmm. transition, every like drum hit. Like, no, we love it. That's cool too, because uh, I mean, because I mean, I was a fan of At the Wall. It was, I think, I think I had that on my end of the year list, maybe. Maybe, but really cool. Regardless, I was a big fan of that. You know, it was just a fun as hell record. And uh, it is very so fun. From that one to this one, guys, I know that was like a collection of you know demos and a couple new songs, and it was all kind of redone, remixed, remastered, and everything. But was it how was it like going from that to then putting out this like forty something minute all new shit you know album? Did that take a little more time? Like was it a little no, extra challenging? We were, we, were, we were already working on it from oh, okay. before at the walls even came out. Like, okay. I'll put it this way, like, At the Walls is a collection of a demo, an EP, and then two new songs we already had in the bag. Mm, right, okay. But they all kind of fit together. Yeah. Like, Reckoning Force yeah, and Yeah, if you didn't know it, I mean, I don't think you, would, you wouldn't be picking that out. Right, but in retrospect, could you imagine, or would Reckoning Force or Skinned Alive fit 
on Kilgrid. No. No. So, but we were doing, we were writing and doing the same, like doing what we always do. Hmm. So we are like, okay, well, this is kind of stuff that people may already have, but we need to make it worth new people's time mm-hmm. now and worth. Right. So let's have, you know, two new songs. Let's get Dwid doing guest vocals. Let's like, make it worth people's attention. Yeah. And in that regard, I think it worked out pretty well. For sure. Um, but through all of that time, we're just like, okay, we'll just put these two tracks on it and let's start writing other stuff. And that started with Hemorrhage was okay. the first song that we worked on for years. It just didn't, nothing ever fit um, and nothing ever worked for it. And we constantly reconfigured that song and constantly worked on it for like two years. And wow. once we figured out, <laughs> once we did the, uh, the hard, 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 like soul searching work on hemorrhage, then all the dice or all the, what's it called? Dominoes, all the dominoes okay. fell into place. Yeah. Like we just had to get over that hemorrhage hurdle. Huh. And then every single song kind of came pretty quickly and every single problem that would come up with them was really easy to address because we had gotten over that very hard hemorrhage hurdle. Right, right. Was it a matter of just figuring out how to transition shit or like what was the, uh, it's a weird thing to like spend that much time on that and then boom, like crack the code. Was it just like you guys figured out how to do it better, to write it better? Like what's the deal? Yeah, it was all, it was all just musicianship. Like I think that had a lot to do with it because especially with touring off of, um, at the walls and play mm. and playing day in day out as much as we did we all got better at doing mm-hmm. what we were doing like and I, I i can personally say my vocals improved drastically yeah for sure for sure <laughs> so everyone just got really used to playing things that used to be really hard for us to do that got easy. Mm, okay. So it's just like, okay, well, and then once, once you kind of reflect back or, or try and, you know, sit back and work on a, um, a song like hemorrhage, well, you can, you can play around with it more because you know what to, your mm-hmm. hands can, can actually, you know, do what you want them to. Right. That makes so, sense. Yeah. It, it just takes time. And, and, and there's no, there was never any on our end. There was never any rush to get, hemorrhage mm. uh or another one was uh beneath me which okay. is like what's that like two minutes and some change uh yeah those were like beneath me was like in the bag just like yeah there's nothing more to to give or take from that it's very yeah. straightforward so but hemorrhage could have gone like 90 different ways <laughs> <laughs> uh, right so it was just very difficult it's like well, what do we do <laughs> Uh, and you know, more is less. So we're just like, let's just keep it as, yeah. as straightforward and as narrow as possible. Cause okay. that's where the meat of the song is. And that's where it hits the hardest. Right. It could have gone into all these crazy solos or like a drum solo, like, Oh God, like it could have really <laughs> fucked up <laughs> okay. like in a lot of different ways. Like, so is that like the idea that you took for then for the rest of the album? Like, let's keep it straight ahead like that. Or see, that's what, just for that song? that's what, yeah, that's what I meant about all the dominoes started to mm-hmm. fall of just like, okay, I hear you. We found, we found the formula of yeah. keep it hard, keep it simple, 
keep it snappy. Yeah. Like just do it. Just do the work and be honest with yourself. I was like, Hey, I have this riff. And, uh, if one person says that your riff fucking sucks, scrap it. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) cause if one person says it sucks, 700,000 other people (laughs) think it probably fucking sucks too. Yeah. Yeah. So just, (laughs) but you know, if four people think it fucking rules, there's probably four million that think it fucking rules too. Right. It's just good songwriting. Like just get into the groove of really paying attention to what you're doing and what you're writing and don't half ass it. Never half ass it. I think uh too like with that, with the songwriting and everything, but also I don't know how much attention you guys paid to it, but like the the flow of the album is like, I mean, oh, obviously we're comparing it to the first one, which is dude. a collection, but like, man, like it flows. Like when you hit, you know, you get those fast songs straight out the gate and you hit, you know, the title track and it kind of gives you that break and it's just everything yeah, about was, it that really was flows. thousand percent on purpose. Okay. Yeah. Dude. It worked. Oh my God. <laughs> that was a debate. Um, <laughs> we had, Will and I had, we had tried so hard to figure out a good sequence to, to really, how do you tie it all in together? Because mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the songs, like they don't, they don't necessarily fit together. It's all in the same ethos. I understand that, but you know, beneath me doesn't sound like Blood Ribbon or Curtain right. Fire. Doesn't you know? Yeah, need they to got be their own the thing. Same, need to see be in the same album as Doctrine. Mm-hmm. They're different. So how do you blend them all together hmm. and to make it seamless? And how I well, what we both wanted was to start when someone listens to it, they start at song, uh, song one side A, and they do not stop until song what four side B, mm-hmm. just a seamless playthrough. Yeah, no stopping. How do you how do you do that? Uh, I don't think there's a right answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went through thousands of options. And we listened to it every day for weeks. Yeah. For, for I think about two weeks every day. Uh, I personally listened to it probably about a hundred times a day in different orders. Yeah. Every day. I got like psychotic about it. <laughs> uh, you have to be obsessive about it. Yeah. But I get, once, I, can, I can understand that. And it sucks because <laughs> it all ties back to hemorrhage because of the drum beginning. <laughs> I was like that. I was so stern. And that has to be the beginning of the album. That's such a strong drum intro with the right. drum and the bass. Like that's a great way to kick off an album. And it is. However, how do all the other dominoes fall mm-hmm. after that fact? It's not good. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we kept using the formula of like, okay, hemorrhage is first and nothing worked. So we we're like, well, shit, like, what do we do? What <laughs> fucking hemorrhage again? Just dude, it's, all, you guys dude it's, the wor- <laughs> it's the worst song in the world, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's the first, I'm glad it's the first single. So we just get it the fuck out of there. <laughs> right. Uh, no, no, I'm just, I'm just being, I'm, I'm just being a pedant. Um, yeah. So we're just like, okay, what if it's not the first song? What if it's the first song on side B? And that's that a was, smart choice. That was like saucy. It was like spicy. <laughs> We're like, right. Ooh, 
What if it you is? You need something it's to bring be- you back in like It's that, the so. beginning of side B? Ooh, <laughs> that's something different. And then from there, dominoes fell. It was easy. It was so easy to not think of that song as the beginning. Mm-hmm. The, doctrine, it up. the doctrine became the clearest choice hmm. to start with. We're just like, that's the ripper. It rips. Mm-hmm. It starts. It goes. Yeah. And it yeah. sets the pace for the rest of the album. Yeah, like a mission statement. Right. And then UXO right next to it, that was a bibliological choice. We did that based on um, how pop albums usually mm-hmm. run. Okay. Um, usually the quote unquote hit or single is always second. Yeah, you know what? I've heard that a few times. Yeah, that's that's how they're constructed. So we're like, once we record it, we're like, well, UXO is obviously the hit. But in actuality, Malignance is the hit. People fucking <laughs> love Malignance, yeah. which was a, a huge surprise to me, but that's awesome. Yeah. But so we constructed it in a way that's untrue, which is so cool. <laughs> like we we were wrong. And it's nice to be wrong. It's really great to be wrong sometimes. Yeah, it's one of those things. How are you going to really know until it's out there? So you just yeah, probably got to no do your best. And- yeah, you have no idea. So it's just like, okay, you got this ripper. And then you got like kind of a really heavy mid-tempo. And then beneath me and malignance really just like grinds your fucking head into mm-hmm. stone. And then you have a cool down period with Kilgrid, like you right. said. Right. And it's got that long intro. You can kind of like take a breath Mm -hmm. and then it gets really groovy and stompy. And that's the end of side one. Yeah. A stellar side one. (laughs) In my opinion, (laughs) Uh, I know I'm biased, but I'm like, (laughs) fuck, that's a hard, that's a hard side. eh? (laughs) Um, And then flip it. And it's like, fuck, well, we have to try and redo or recreate, um, or intensify the side A on side B. Right. So what do we choose? Or like, what do we do? And how does that work? But with only four songs instead of five. So it's like, mm-hmm. dude, that, that's even harder. And I'm happy with how it turned out because it yeah, really like does. It really perfect. does. It really does keep the intensity going. And yeah. from interviews and reviews and stuff like that, like so a lot of people's favorite tracks are the last tracks, which is they're mind. strong, man. <laughs> they're strong songs, but at the same time, like if you're trying to think of it from a seamless listen from side A to the end of side B, I it's hard to, to try and expect someone to yeah. make it that long. Right, right, right. But the fact that people are really loving, you know, Blood Ribbon and Trespasser goes to show that they are making it to yeah the end 100 percent. so it's it's like like, you need that too because i feel like that's so great that's the difference so when like as metalheads we like to have that full album and to have the full album experience you gotta have that little hidden gem like you know at the end of the album it's got you know at least something to to give you to get to the end and yeah man you guys fucking nailed it i mean like blood ribbon that's a that's a that's a banger. Like you look forward to getting to that at the end, you know. I mean, yeah. Trespasser. I mean, all that, and it, you know, there's there's nothing that you want to. You don't. You don't. You can't turn it off before you get there. Mm-hmm. Especially as the person who made it and it listens to it. I've listened to it thousands upon thousands yeah. Yeah. upon thousands of times. I still don't get sick of it because I know what's next, and I want to live that um, transition between, you know, 
curtain fire into the next song, you know, like with that, those ambient tones Mm -hmm. and with the, like, kind of like it creates like a whole like world space. And it's like, you have to kind of like live in that or like really experience it as an entire idea rather than just like track for track. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, I want to finish with just some quick stuff real quick. Sure. Um, we, I always try to get whoever I'm talking to, like, what are you listening to? It doesn't have to be new, whatever. If it's something new, cool. If it's something old, like, but what's been in the rotation, like, more recently? Um, <laughs> I'm, I've been really getting into uh, German techno. So really? I've been listening to uh, this band, uh, DAF, which is Deutsch. <laughs> Amerikanisch Freundschaft. He, they have this album called All is Good. Okay. It sounds like techno with gay porn. It's weird. <laughs> it, it's it sounds like techno, but like all the vocals are done very like seductive. Pornic. Yeah, pornographic. It's just like <laughs> okay. It's just very breathy <laughs> and sweaty. Okay. If you were to look at the album cover, you're just like, yeah, you totally get it. Uh, <laughs> okay. A lot of Leibach. A lot of. Um, uh, what is it? Why am I? It's like one of the biggest German metal bands. Help me out. Why am I losing it? Like fucking Ramstein or something? Yeah, yeah, Ramstein. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm like really in. I'm like really. Yeah, I'm really into all that stuff. For, okay. I don't know why, but I, it just just makes so much sense. And then like Ministry and stuff like that, and okay. Nail Bomb. Uh, anything with like Godflesh beats with. Um, mm-hmm with uh, metal guitars is yeah. fucking good. <laughs> right, dude, that's cool. That's, that's, that's a road perfect, I haven't went down too that's the, deep. It's, the, it's something it's I still need to get combo. to. It really, really, really works. Yeah, yeah, I like Godflesh. I haven't just, that's something I need to spend some time on. It's a little more of the industrial side of things. So that's maybe a oh, good time to do look that. At, uh, look at, um, I think it's an album, Songs of Love and Hate. That's my go-to. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think it has like Jesus crucified with like a picture of Gary, Indiana. <laughs> okay. Behind it, which is like a bunch of those like smokestacks with flames going out of it. Yeah. 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 Great. Yeah. Nice. Okay. One more thing that a listener uh, wanted me to ask was. Uh, oh, wow. You got listener yeah. questions. I, yeah. I threw it out there and you, you kind of hit on something. So I didn't bring up too many other ones. But as far as like, is there anything that you would say? is like an underrated thrash album for you yeah oh god yeah give me something <laughs> uh let's see i got two off the top of my head okay. um protector protector uh, protector the shedding of skin okay is a great album i don't think i know that yeah well it's they they were kind of mired in obscure damn i have three they were kind of mired in obscurity. I think, I believe that's a German band. Okay. They never really took it to town. They never really got off their feet mm-hmm. uh, for decades. And I think they just hung up the towel. Um, okay. But Shedding of Skin, I think, came out in the early 90s. You can only find it on YouTube if you don't have the actual album. And you can hear, you'll you'll be able to hear a lot of Enforce on that. I, I okay. would, I right would say. Yeah. Um. Another is Danette, D-E-N-E-T, okay. which I think, and I could be wrong, and I don't want to offend anybody, I think it's a Polish metal band. You can find them on Spotify, but it's mm-hmm. just it's just slamming, like, thrash death metal blend. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm into like, that. 
it, it's pretty much the same type of genre that we're we could be ostensibly like associated with mm-hmm. but like that's what i personally want to do right it's like it's fast but then when it slams it fucking slams hard <laughs> nice okay i'm looking um, at it right now yeah i can't i can't remember the name of the album is but it Crev? It's a dude. Terrestrial Dying? About terrestrial it? Dying, that's it. Okay. It's the one where a dude is like photoshopped coming out of his own body. Right, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of the one of the last songs has like this strange, you know how in thrash metal, like laughing is uh, somehow a really big cool thing to do? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, uh, he, but he does it with the beat as it goes into the breakdown. Okay. I just found that the nice. coolest shit ever. And I was like, that's, yeah, he, this dude gets it. Uh, <laughs> whatever Sick. it is. Yeah. Can't wait. Atomica, A T T O M I C A, Atomica. They play so goddamn fast. It sounds like it's about to fall off the rails at any moment, but they never do. But they also have some of like the really good shred or like really good like stomp, stomp beats. Like they have a song, (laughs) whatever album the song The Chainsaw is is off of. That's the fucking album. I can't. I, I don't know it right off the top of my head. I, I'm, yeah. Looks like it's uh, disturbing the noise. Yeah. That's it. It's just like a face being like torn apart. Yeah. Kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Atomic is sick. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's a lot. Uh, Incubus, not the 90s Incubus that we know. Um, right. Okay. They changed their name to Operborium. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The- yeah. Uh, that's a great band. There, there's, there's just so much out there. You just have to f- just be open to finding new things. That's yeah. Well, the fun, the hidden gems are always the most fun. You know, that shit that you, you think you've heard everything, and then oh shit, right, nope. right. From the, from the 90s, I have not heard. I am yeah, and I am always a an agent of like I don't know what that is. Let's see, yeah, what that is. That that will help you ultimately. You just it's just more knowledge. So you'll yeah, think of sure. things differently. For sure. And consider a lot more. It's a lot of fun when you listen to a lot of sh- different shit. Oh, I agree, man. I'm I I love the journey. So you give me something new, I'm gonna check it out. So I'm I'm looking forward to those ones. Those ones look cool. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, I fucking appreciate it, and uh, I'm not gonna take any more time because we went for pretty long. But uh, oh yeah, I, we did. I told oh my you god. I love the f- 
What's, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, no, 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 uh, no harm to myself or anything, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm super happy to, to be a part of the, uh, the, the lexicon. That's so, that's so cool. Hell yeah, man. Well, I think we'll probably be talking about the album a lot this year and everything. So fucking, I already told you I loved it, but congrats on that. And hopefully you guys can get out there and play, you know, <laughs> yeah, we, have, we have a we'll couple, see. we have a couple <laughs> irons in the fire. Um, nice. Uh, nothing I can announce or talk about, yeah, but, yeah. uh, right. When you see it, you're going to shit your fucking pants. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Awesome. Yeah. I'm keeping an eye out. I've already shitted mine. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Well, all right, man. I appreciate it. Uh, and have a good, uh, rest of the fucking week and hopefully we'll see you in Detroit, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Jason. <laughs>